Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Behind Closed Doors. In my last episode, I was talking to you about how I became a personal maid. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about moving into the attachment. The attachment was getting closer to the point we could move in. I helped, more like I was stuck doing 98% of it, move items out of the attachment. Then the day came we could get all of our stuff out of storage and into the attachment. We agreed on $400 a month and to pay half of the utilities. Boy, was the idea of paying half on the utilities a dumb idea. The house is a two-floor house with a basement. They also have a garage, three sheds, and a pool. That means they'd be using more of the utilities. We ended up having to pay for a house phone we did not have, cable we did not have, and since winter hadn't hit, we were paying for gas we were not using. We did not have a stove on our side. During the day, since a lot of my old symptoms came back, I would lie in bed to relax, but I did not get any relaxation. Every five minutes, she was calling my name. I'd have to get up and see what she wanted. If I tried to ignore her, she would just walk in and on the attachment side without knocking. There is a sliding barn door that separates the two areas. A sliding barn door they would not let us put a lock on. I do not know why, because there is nothing in the attachment that they need access to. This would go on all day and would continue when my husband would get home from work. My husband would be trying to relax and she would just open the sliding door without knocking. This would irritate my husband. He would say something to her about it and she would throw a tantrum. In her mind, she was entitled to just come in whenever she wanted to. Now, I'm not one that likes confrontation because of my tra past trauma, so Zach would say something to her. She would throw a fit and tell her boyfriend about it, exaggerating the story. She has gaslighted her boyfriend so bad that he believes everything she says to him. Then the boyfriend would come over on our side and tell Zach that he needs to apologize to her. Of course, Zach wouldn't because he had no reason to have to apologize to her. She needs to learn to knock. How hard is that? We got no privacy. She would continue coming on over on our side, even after Zach would tell her to learn to knock. It seemed like no matter what you said to this woman, she refused to listen. And every time someone said anything to her, she would go whine to her boyfriend because she got butt hurt. Oh, yeah. And the Dollar General crap still was going on, making me go with her for hours in the stores. Since it was cheaper to live in the attachment than live in a different apartment, we both tried to bite our tongues with these people. But later, you will learn that it wasn't always that easy to do while living with this woman. Every day, we lost our privacy. Every day, I would constantly hear my name being called. And if I did not respond right then and there, she would just walk in. I have a security camera footage for proof of her walking in without permission. We did not trust this woman, especially when we were not home, since she liked to just walk in on our side without permission. When we moved into the attachment, I stopped cleaning the other side. I didn't feel like I should have to since we do not live over there. Oh my God. Not long after I stopped cleaning over there, that house looked like an episode of Hoarders. 
And if I hear one more person tell me it is a mental illness, I may have to scream. That is not mental illness. I should know because I suffer terribly with mental health issues and I can clean. She's not disabled. It makes me wonder how she is even on disability for some of the made up stuff she has when I cannot even get disability. I have a lot of mental health issues, essential tremors, and a rare brain disease, and I cannot get disability. A grown woman of 47 should be able to keep her home clean. The only thing she cleans are, quote, stains out of clothes that she has piled up in her upstairs bathroom. Now, you're probably wondering why the word stains would have quotes around it. Let me explain this. This woman will sit on the bathroom floor with a spray stain remover and scrub non-existent stains out of clothes. In my opinion, if she didn't just pile up the clothes and wash them when they got dirty, they wouldn't have quote unquote stains and there would be a huge, there wouldn't be a huge pile in the bathroom. You cannot use the bathroom sink easily without knocking into the pile. Now, we thought moving in on into that attachment was like the greatest idea because it was cheaper than our apartment. And we thought we would get more privacy over there, but we were seriously wrong. And you're going to hear more about us living in the attachment in other episodes. And you will not believe what I have to tell you. And like I said, these episodes they have to do with my first year coming off of Xanax. These are things that contributed to my mental health going south or my symptoms getting worse. And you can tell by just this episode right here, you can guarantee I was dealing with trauma and that my CPTSD was actually getting worse. So I hope you continue listening to my podcast as I tell you more about my first year coming off of Xanax. And with that said, I would like to have you all to have a wonderful day. And until next time.